Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 30th of December, the 364th day of 2019. We all knew this day was coming eventually, and now here we are, on the cusp of a new decade, the roaring 20s of the 21st century. English novelist H.G. Wells cautions us, however, we must not allow the clock and the calendar to blind us to the fact that each moment of life is a miracle and mystery. Yet many of us delude ourselves into thinking our lives are not evolving properly unless they are adjusted to the cadence of the second and the minute and the hour, so that we might further delude ourselves into thinking that we have achieved some proficiency in time management, an ambiguous phrase with certainly ridiculous implications. Nonetheless, audacity, World War II General George Patton would have us believe, is everything. Why shouldn't we suppose that we are capable of managing time, despite the fact that the planets and the stars, yea, the veritable heavens in their totality, maintain their schedules independent of us? Still, we enjoy reminiscing how we got to now from way back when, citing, for example, this past weekend, a mere 188 years ago, that budding naturalist Charles Darwin, at only 22 years old, set out on a round-the-world survey voyage of five years aboard the HMS Beagle. Darwin, a practicing Christian, would manage to convince most scientists of the 19th century that evolution and modification by means of natural selection was the means by which Earth's flora and fauna achieved such wondrous variety. Meanwhile, on this day in 1922 at the First Congress of Soviets of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, two documents the Treaty on the Creation of the USSR and the Declaration of the Creation of the USSR were signed by heads of delegations, and Vladimir Lenin proclaimed the establishment of the USSR. Tonight, if we are afforded a break in the anticipated cloud cover and predicted precipitation, look into the eastern sky and notice how the stars appear to radiate different colors. In the northeastern sky is the bright star Capella, also known as the Little She-Goat in the constellation Auriga, and seems to flicker a, refractor, a refractory effect of the Earth's turbulent atmosphere. Spectrally, Capella is known as a G-star for its golden color, like our sun. To the west of Capella is Aldebaran, below the Pleiades cluster. Because of its low surface temperature, as an old star, Aldebaran shines with a reddish light. Today is the birthday of comedian Tracy Ullman, whose father was a Polish attorney who died when Tracy was six, at which time her stern grandfather became her guardian, enrolling Tracy in theater school at age 12. Tracy says, I was the ugly kid with the brown hair and the big nose that didn't get the Barbies commercials. In Ms. Magazine, she said of theater school, We don't burst into fabulous, unrehearsed dance routines in the hallways. It is more full of sad little blonde children whose parents want them to be stars, and when they get to 13 and grow tits and get ugly, they're cast on the slag heap. 
Tracy was thrown out of school at age 16, then lost her dancing job when she inadvertently made an appearance on stage without her underwear. Biographer, biographer Ed Morrow tells us Tracy's big break came at 21 when she became a member of the avant-garde Royal Court Theatre. Her characterization of a born-again Christian lounge singer in an improvisa improvisational play won her great reviews. She was even more successful when she came to the United States. After a few small roles, she was given her own series, The Tracy Ullman Show, on the Fox Network, and won two Emmys. Tracy is candid in her opinion of other television shows. I find them all care and share mush. The Cosby Show gives me the creeps. At any one time, they're all wearing $5,000 worth of designer clothes. It is funny. He is clever, but it's so unreal. Bordering today on a new decade in the 21st century, we might well ask, how unreal are we, really? Unreal enough, we might say, to really be making a dent in the probability of our continuing as a species on planet Earth, if the general results of the 25th Climate Summit held recently in Madrid are any indication. Columnist Gwyn Dyer summed things up several days back on Christmas Eve. Of all the admitters, only the European Union is taking its responsibilities seriously. The rest range from deeply conflicted countries such as China and Canada, both aware that climate change is an existential threat, but both hugely dependent on fossil fuels, to the outright deniers such as Australia, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, and the United States. Today is also the birthday of Bo Diddley and Jack Lord, both in 1928, and of Sandy Koufax in 1935. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to a happy new year.